This is your Daily Dose. I'm Nick. Thank you so much for being here with us. One of the many things I love about Bob is his ability to draw, doodle, and otherwise create amazing art. It's not a skill I have, and I think that's one of the reasons we're such good podcast partners. We complement each other. Bob is great at improv and drawing and motivating people, whereas I have podcast recording equipment. I'm the yin to his yang. Enjoy this episode. I was trapped on a plane with only black and white, and it was so liberating because it was all I had. So then I'm like, I got to make whatever comes out in black and white special to me. Uh, And it took work for me to do that because I got really used to my doodle drawings being in color, and color is sometimes a crutch, even though it's really wonderful. And by the way, that book that you gave me, The Secret Life of Color, yeah, so good, so interesting, so fun. I mean, it's got real factual stuff about the origins of these colors, but it also gives you kind of a a history and a context of how people have chosen to use them and when they take on religious meaning or status meaning in society. And it's just... Oh, yeah, like blue as far as a paint goes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Uh, the the purples and and, uh, the, the... I'm big into the maroons and the hennas right now. And uh, it's fascinating to see where these things came from. And it's a complete, like, you can just open this book to any page and you get something new and interesting. So it's a good kind, because if I had to read it from beginning to end, I'd be reading it for like two years. Oh, yeah, it's a big book. Well, No, and it doesn't even matter. I just, I can't finish reading written books these days. Yeah. I'm going on two years with the book on my night table right now. I have two years, one book. Is it a two-year book? It's not. Oh. It's like a two-month book, probably. Uh, it was given to me by my daughter, Devin, who is notorious for giving me great books. Uh, but I just can't. I can't read it. I can't. But you're pounding audiobooks. That I am. You're Left and right. Yes. Ear-wise, whatever the ear equivalent. I, or, orally? Orally. Pounding? Yeah. I think yeah. that's actually right. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what it is that I find it so much easier to consume by listening than by reading. Uh, I, I think I just I get bored. I get tired of interpreting the words into, into my thoughts, and it's easier for someone just to read it and feed it into my brain. Well, and you're doing something else usually while you're listening to the book. You're walking, you're drawing, you're doing stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so it feels like you're doing, I don't know, is it, do you feel like part of it is you feel like you're accomplishing more when you're listening to a book versus reading a book because you can do more than one thing? I, I think it probably is. Yeah. I don't have to sit in one place and stare at something, right? Because that, And I have to have certain lighting in order to read this book, magnification to read this book. I have to have a certain level of stillness uh, to read this book. It has to be like at least a half hour after you ate so you don't cramp. <laughs> um, yeah. Reading cramps. Yeah. That's- I wish I had thought of that when I was in grade school. I can't read this right Uh, now. I'm getting a reading cramp. uh, I got eye cramps (laughs) and I haven't, uh, I don't have any drops. (laughs) So I can't read this now. Yeah, exactly. Did your teachers ever make you uh, like put your head on your desk? Like the whole class put their head on the desk? I think so. I just remember sweaty times after recess having to put my head on my desk and thinking, this is stupid. I'm just watching my breath condense on the top of my desk. And it's like, why are you making us do this? Everybody, put your head on your desk. That's bad teacherish. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. No one should. And who knows what's that been going on on that desk? Did it's you? Gross. Did you ever have to write on the board like something a hundred times? 
I think so. You don't remember the words? I don't remember. Mm, mine, it feels like I would have remembered. That was a terrible lesson for mine, me. Mine was obnoxious. I had to write obnoxious. Um, obnoxious. Just the word obnoxious. Yeah, I, I want like until I filled the board because the people at recess told me that I was obnoxious. The noon aides, they were noon aides. The, these ladies that would come out and watch us at recess and tell us what we're not supposed to do. And so one of them identified that I was obnoxious. And so she made me go in and write the word obnoxious on the on the board a hundred times but she didn't tell me to write the words i'm not with that but you did i figured it was all right so i just wrote i'm not obnoxious i'm not obnoxious i'm not obnoxious i'm not obnoxious which by the way the essence of you filling a blackboard with those words you're obnoxious it's the one of the most obnoxious things yeah, you could have done it is. yeah hey but i to this day i know how to spell obnoxious faster than anybody else it's it's a skill so there's obnoxious, there's noxious. Is there an opposite, like uh, cisnoxious? <laughs> unnoxious. 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 You're either obnoxious or unnoxious. No, I just made that up. I have yeah, no I idea. Know. Yeah, what is it? What is it? I think they hate obnoxious and normal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the opposite of obnoxious is because it would have to be respectful probably. Yeah, but I want the word. Like, yeah. I want a different version of the word. Yeah, and I don't know what that would be. Yeah. I'll look it up, though. I'm curious about the origin okay. of that word now. I do, I like, like, I like word origins. It's all Latin and Greek. Almost all. You're the, welcome. I know, you know. That little island, how can it be responsible for so much? It blows my mind. Uh, we were obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> we were and so ob- loud. And obnoxious. We were like hey, you got to see this theorem, you guys. Pythagoras came up with it. You're going to lose your minds. And I don't even know if you know about triangles. That's they are amazing. And guess what? They're all related. <laughs> Truth. It is crazy. It's all about yeah. the angles that you choose. It's all about the bangles. <laughs> Those are like an Egyptian. Was that the That was angles? a cute example. Yeah. About the triangles, cute, oh. a cute example. I'm not trying to be obtuse. Oh. <laughs> Where it's math, they mix sometimes. I'm gonna turn 180 degrees and get out of here. Wait, that's not <laughs> a triangle. Hi, gang. It's Bob, the obnoxious one. Actually, I looked up the full definition of obnoxious, and it kind of surprised me. According to Merriam-Webster, obnoxious means causing intense displeasure, disgust. Or resentment. That's a pretty intense adjective to tag on a 10-year-old who's just being a 10-year-old at recess. I'm really glad I didn't understand the insult back then. For those of you who are curious, Webster says the opposites of the word obnoxious are the words inoffensive and unobjectionable. That's all for this episode, my friends. We'll catch you next time.